0: Hello and welcome to Bend the Knee, a Song of Ice and Fire podcast. I am Sir Matt the Bud Knight. And I am Sir Ezra
1: the Watchful. Uh, We'd like to welcome you to our Song of Ice and Fire book club. How's it going
0: today, Matt? Uh, It's going good. I'm excited to get this going Yeah, as we launch into the next chapter of this podcast. Yeah, exactly.
1: And um, just to get... If you didn't listen to the welcome episode, you know we just kind of go over the transition, the change, um, the obsession that has taken place, and I, it will be clear from the notes that we took today that we are we're going deep, <laughs> we're all in. So um, I think it's, I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to get into this and uh, and and go nuts, essentially. Um, all right, so our first show uh, segment, we'll mention these just to kind of get you guys used to what we do here in the uh, in at uh, Bend the Knee. Um, it is titled the small council and just kind of un- unscripted updates on life and different things um, right now it's raining
0: it's been raining and flooding yeah we live in central Ohio and yeah. uh, one of the freeways by us flooded man we can't even we, we can't even leave so all we can literally do today is... <laughs> sit and talk game of thrones <laughs> which is great which is great uh, our
1: buddy sir thomas the round couldn't make it up here even if he wanted to yeah even if he wanted to he was going to but now,
0: now he can't even come because yeah. you know the yep, we're no flooded way. in
1: so so anyways uh that's that's what's going on here with us but um there's also a chance for us to kind of do some um just some updates on the hbo show winds of winter uh ger watch and what have you i
0: think matt has an update for us what do you got uh, yeah, so as we know, Season 8 of Game of Thrones is being filmed. It is not coming out in 2018. It'll be coming out in 2019. Gosh, it's such a long time. It does seem like a really long time. Yeah. The There was a fan who lives in Ireland, which is where they film a lot of the Winterfell scenes. I believe that's mm-hmm. really Winterfell yeah. castle they use is. Uh, he took some pictures because he lives by the set, and uh, this happens from time to time. This is a big reason why a lot of people... Thought that it was pretty much Confirmed that Jon Snow was going to live Oh right Um, yeah because of right because They saw Kit Harington on set And things like that Um, but To be fair there are situations Where actors who are No longer in the show have been On like not on set but around Set like if they were filming Okay certain thing and they just go Go to see people because there have been There have been situations in the past where characters uh, I want to say it was Maybe uh, Gwendolyn Christie. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, God, now I'm forgetting. Brienne of Tarth. Him. Yeah, Brand of Tarth, otherwise yeah. known as Captain Phasma. Yeah. <laughs> where she hap- she was, like, somewhere because she was filming something for Star Wars, and she happened to be close, so she was, like, was in, like, a different part, and everyone's like, oh, my God, wait, Brand of wait, Tarth's going to be in this part, and <laughs> yeah, end so no, she was just, like, hanging out. Right. In situations like that, because Game of Thrones is filmed all over the world, so anyway, uh, this fan, took some pictures, posted them on Twitter and Instagram and things like that, and it pretty much just showed that there are roughly there's a, it seems like an enormous battle that is going to take place in Season Mm 8, which I don't think that's a surprise or shocker to anyone uh, set in Ireland, so what people are suggesting is there is roughly going to be 200 to 500 extras so this is going to be a big huge battle a lot of people are saying, and this I think is likely, and I wouldn't Put it as a spoiler or anything that is going to be probably a white walker others white you know white battle at the ba- at winterfell mm-hmm. yeah but yeah. i think i think logistically thinking about where we're at in the story i mean that obviously i think makes a lot of sense if anything oh, yeah. i think the white walkers and the the knights the knight king's army is going to go all the way to king's landing she many well i think that seems a so? lot i think that just seems logical for them yeah the, yeah that I mean, if, if they if they didn't if they didn't get past Winterfell, what would the season be about? I, I think you I think I think right at the gate, they're going to have to, like, destroy Winterfell and march south. If they really? never really. Yeah.
1: Well, no, no, I, 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 no, no, I no, I know. I'm, I'm I'm listening
0: to you because that is not what I thought was going to happen. That's so that's cool. Well, I just think that you'd ha- that you're going to have to show that they're this powerful army. Yeah. Yeah. And if they didn't make it past Winterfell, then they just got stopped at the wall. How exciting is that? Well, yeah, I mean, I think they'll be beyond the wall at Winterfell,
1: and then they're sending forces north, and they keep pushing south, maybe down to, like, through. I just didn't think they'd make it all the way to King's Landing. Oh, I do. Yeah, so that would be. Yeah. And if <laughs> yeah. they do, then you need, like, Dorn to rise, and you yeah. need something further yeah. south to, to come up to meet it. So, so yeah, that, that could be kind of neat, as long as our heroes just keep falling back as well. Right, you know, yeah, and are yeah. aren't destroyed up there at, right, uh, yeah. at Winterfell, then I'm cool with that, you know. But, yeah, wow. Wow. I mean, will
0: the Night King sit on the Iron Throne? <laughs> that'd be great. <laughs> oh, that'd be crazy. And then they have to, you know, take it over or something. But I just, I think that'd be cool.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. Uh,
0: so that's the HBO show news. Um, should, should I give, should I give you Gurwatch? Yeah, I think we should. Yeah, yeah so Ezra and I, uh, if you've listened to any of our older episodes on our podcast, <clears> like to pull up. Uh, George R. R. Martin's Not a Blog, mm-hmm. where he posts various things about his life, but every once in a while he will drop little nuggets about Game of Thrones, other projects he works on. He edits a lot of books that are not Game of Thrones. Right, he yeah. has a lot of things going on. He does a lot of awards. He also talks about his New York Giants and New York Jets, <laughs> although I think he lives in California. Um, That's fine. That's fine. not entirely sure. He also then post his mood. And so sometimes I wonder based upon his mood, if he's writing anything in right. winds of winter uh, this week, um, he's been happy. That's been his mood. He's okay. been happy, excited. Okay. He was sad one day. Cause I believe one of his, friends passed away okay he talks a lot about the hugo nominations which are kind of like a book Mm -hmm. nomination i'm not super familiar with that but nothing about game of thrones
1: okay all right well at least he's happy you know what i mean that's Mm -hmm. good
0: we want want him to stay happy oh hold on excuse me uh oh no no, that was a while ago oh no i'm like like, (laughs) like, oh no (laughs) there's a game of thrones calendar he was talking about it but Uh, okay okay cool nothing exciting
1: gotcha all right all right cool so we'll keep you guys up to date on Gurwatch and let you know if there's any uh, and matt checks it a couple times a day so pretty much know, yeah so we, we know what's going on uh with that so all right guys um next we're gonna head over to the uh, Maester's study uh this is where we kind of do a quick uh, history lesson give you some background on westeros and right now we're working from a world of ice and fire now if you followed us uh, previously we actually had gotten through, I think, the first three or four chapters, but now we're just gonna comb back through, do a much shorter version of that because some of these things are—it's like the Dawn Age, for example. It's like what two pages, two three yeah. pages, and it, it's cool because, like, not a lot is known about the Dawn Age, and the Maesters even kind of say that it—you um, know—it's—it's it's uncertain knowledge. Um, you know what they are certain on is this, and what they're not certain on
0: is this, and so it's kind of kind of neat. It's it's real—it's very vague, but uh, but it's and neat. Some and some weeks will be bigger because as the book progresses, some of the chapters get bigger, and then there's more right. tie-ins, oh, yeah. things like w- that.
1: Once you get into like um, the conquest, Aegon's conquest, and right. things like that, that will be huge. But, but for now, yeah, it's uh, going to be kind of a short segment. Um, I'll read you guys a summary uh, from the Dawn Age. Uh, Westeros was inhabited by children of the forest and giants. Uh, the first men crossed over into Westeros from Essos uh, over the arm of Dorn. Uh, there was a war between the first men and the children of the forest. It lasted around 2000 years uh, and ended with the uh, with a, a pack at uh, the Isle of Faces. So, um, yeah, pretty, pretty short. They, you know, I, I thought it was neat, though. Uh, we got a, a couple bullet points here that Matt and I are going to kind of talk about just that there were just children. There were just children and in, in, in giants. Right. In, in Westeros. Yeah, that doesn't
0: mean that there wasn't anything else in the rest of the world, as we'll get to, as we dive into. Like, if you look over in Essos. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, yeah. Essos and Valyria, that's where kind of um, the Targaryens come from. And so where we're at now is not like where we were during the Dawn Age. And there's even things where we, um, excuse me, there are... Creatures from, I think, other sides of the world that aren't even really mentioned in Game of Thrones. like Yeah, exactly. The Isles. Right. Go
1: uh, go west of Westeros, and, and they've asked that question, what's there? Right. And really, it's never been. Uh, yeah. it's, it's meant to be unknown. One quick thing I did say, there was just children and, and giants. I read in this, and like, there's notes, there's like maestro notes in here, and there is some sort of belief that there could have been something going on in, in, in Old Town, that there could have actually been a port there where... Where there were
0: men and they were you know uh, Like a trading post and stuff so Right and we have the we listened to the audio Book of this as well and the way it's Told is pretty interesting where I believe it's like Two maesters are kind of going back and forth Mm -hmm. Talking about it and so even The way the book is written As if these maesters are telling You the story which Mm -hmm. is really cool Yeah um so I just pull, I have some, some little segments here I'll read, and then I think we'll dive into just a little bit of it. This week, there's not really a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, what can most accurately be told about the Dawn Age? The eastern lands were awash with many peoples, uncivilized all over the world, as the all of the world was uncivilized, but numerous. But on Westeros, from the lands of always winter to the shores of the Summer Sea, only two people existed, the children of the forest and the race of the creature known as the Giants. I'm um, trying to th- some other important things here. As I kind of mentioned them, mm-hmm. the children of the forest were in many ways, the opposites of giants as small children, but dark and beautiful. They lived in a manner we might call crude today, yet they were still less barbarous than the giants. They worked no metal, but they had great art in working obsidian. Mm-hmm. What the small folk called dragonglass, what the Valyrians knew by as a word meaning frozen fire to make tools and weapons for hunting. They wore no clothes, but were skilled in making garments of leaves and bark. They learned to make bows of weirwood and to construct flying snares of grass as both the sexes hunted with these.
1: hmm Yeah, and something that's interesting they mentioned, um, you get a couple of different races here, or, or groups of people. What is known about this Donage, they say came from ancient texts and writings from the Andals, the Vlarians, the the uh, Gascari, and uh, Asha'i. Mm-hmm. So. That, that was kind of cool to mention some of those ancient you know uh, peoples and stuff where that's where the maesters are getting some of their information
0: from so right but uh, yeah uh, after that it goes on to talk a little bit about briefly mentioning some uh, some other things such as green seers and the gods right yes yeah, yeah I have a, a, a part pulled up here the gods the children worshipped were the nameless ones the ones that would one day become the gods of the first men mm-hmm. the innumerable gods of the streams and for and forest and stones it was the children who carved the weir woods with faces perhaps to give eyes to their gods so that they might watch their worshipers as their devotions others with little evidence claim that the green seers the wise men of the children were able to see through the eyes of the carved weirwoods, mm-hmm. which we will definitely get to this idea of green sight mm-hmm. later as we go on, even in game of Thrones, but certainly more in later books, especially mm-hmm. a feast for crows. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely.
1: Yep. Um, now you had an interesting connection here. I don't know if you about it now or not the, the, uh, sea stone chair.
0: Yeah. So it briefly mentions, uh, at the very end of this, uh, two page, this like two page chapter, mm-hmm. Um, this idea of or the seastone chair among the ironborn it is said that the first of the first men to come to the iron islands um, so for if you ever looked at a map of Westeros, you it's kind of one big part it looks a lot like England mm-hmm. which I yeah, think is does. what is oh, which, yeah. which is what it's kind of modeled after and then you have these islands off mm-hmm. of it which is kind of similar to right Ireland. Among uh, among the Ironborn, it is said that the first of the first men to come to the Iron Islands found the famous seastone chair of Old Wick. But the isles were uninhabited. If true, the nature and origins of the chair's makers are a mystery. Maester Kurth, in his collections of Ironborn legends, Songs of the Drowned Men Sing, has suggested that the chair was left by visitors from across the Sunset Sea. But there is no evidence for this, only speculation. Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of this book, I will say, is... Taken from the wiki, and it's helped. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. yeah, and like the wiki and this actually kind of go together. They do. And Gur, I believe, helped edit this and oh yeah, uh, like signed off on it. And a lot of it, it just comes from as you read the chapters, they'll drop these like tiny little threads. Like they'll mention something, and then people have gone through and found hey, this is the mention of this. This is the mention of right. this, right. and they piece together. So if you go on the wiki or you have this book, you can kind of see all of this, this world being built outside yeah. of just the main characters.
1: Yeah. The hyperlinks, you know, when, when they mention something like uh, the sea stone chair, you can click on that. Boom. Go right. check out what, what was, what was there yeah. and, and references that were made throughout all the books and stuff. Exactly. So
0: it's, yeah, I just, I find this one and this, this little piece interesting because this chapter in a world of ice and fire is mostly just about the, the dawn age things very early and so if the Seasone chair was left there, and it's only mentioned in this one little like mm-hmm. side paragraph, right. then that would mean that other people have been to Westeros, or at least certainly the Iron Islands. Right. Early. Yeah, exactly. And actually it makes sense like I mentioned with with Old Town and um,
1: you know, the Iron Islands those being the places where perhaps you had more men um, and they just didn't interact with the children who were on the mainland exactly. and things like that. So that yeah. would make a lot of sense.
0: Yeah, and the seastone chair itself is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It is a chair made of a block uh, of a block of oily black stone carved into the shape of a kraken. Yeah. Uh, legend says it was found on the shores of Old Wick by the first men when they came to the Iron Islands. So it was, it was possibly here before. Right,
1: yeah. Yeah, and so what happened to them? You know what I mean? Yeah. How did that chair get there? Right. So they get there and they and they discover it, but who was there? Exactly. Right. So man, uh super cool. And it's it's meant to be ambiguous and and you know, we're Yeah, we're it's, it's just it's
0: just slowly
1: beginning to build the world. Right. And you need something that like that lore, that legend that like not everything is con it's not you're not gonna fill in every gap and every detail. So it's good that we have something like the Dawn Age where I mean even when you get to the fight with the children um, that war lasted for 2000 years exactly right and so it's like what a what a vast amount of time how many things could have happened in there and what was it like and how crude was how crude were the buildings and the weapons and things like that so yeah really cool um, all right i think that's it right for yep. the for Maistre's study so um, yeah we are on now to the reread and we are rereading um, game of thrones so we just decided to st- jump right in start with the book um, that, uh, kind of got everything going. Exactly. So, I mean, this is exciting. Um, <clears throat> we are doing the prologue. Some, some might think we would just skip the prologue and go right to chapter one. Prologue is so important. It's very, yeah, there's no way that you can that you, you can skip it sets up things. It makes connections, right. um, sets the stage really yeah. The and whole a, series. Yeah. And
0: as we, and as we, get, uh, ready to begin, we'll just kind of say again, this is meant, uh, for people who have read the book, who haven't read the book, maybe you've seen the show, maybe you haven't seen the show. So we're going to be, we will be referencing both the show and mm-hmm. uh, the book, but the prologue is a very important part. It's like the first like five minutes of episode one. So yeah.
1: mm-hmm. absolutely it, it, it is. Yeah. So um, our format for this will be, we'll have a recap, a summary, and then we'll break it down into about three sections, sometimes four, depending on the length of the chapter. Um, and then we'll get into some cool connections um, elsewhere and other readings. Uh, So today, no recap. This is the prologue, our summary. Uh, Garrett Will and Sir Waymar Royce are eight to nine days um, ride north of the Wall. They are tracking a band of raiding wildlings. Will believes them to be dead, but Sir Waymar Royce wants proof. They argue a bit before discovering the wildlings. um, They argue a bit before discovering that the wildlings are actually well beyond dead. And... um, So, yeah, so let's dive into some of these details here. Our first third, I'll mention all of the thirds here. So our first third is titled Clearly a Song of Ice and Fire. Um, Our second one is Royce makes a good point. He's intelligent and brave. And our third choice or our third section is The Others. So let's jump back up here to um, Clearly a Song of Ice and Fire, Matt. Mm -hmm. I mean, could not be more clear.
0: Yeah, um, I have several several, uh, notes taken from specific pages and things like that. Um, although I'm right now I'm on my Kindle, so it doesn't have the page numbers up, unfortunately. Sorry. I apologize about that. Oh, you're good. You're good. Uh, But there's different versions of the book. So sometimes pages are the same. Right. Right. Uh, But I do have some kind of interesting points here about this idea of ice and fire. Um, there's little nuggets here when they, they, when they reference the cold a lot in this chapter. Right. Um, lines like, but the real enemy is the cold. And then they start talking about how the cold itself and the idea of winter itself has, like, injured or killed people. They talk about how the masers have had to, like, shave off parts of their ears and things like that Mm -hmm. that have been frostbitten. Mm -hmm. Another line here, it steals up on you quieter than Will, speaking of the character. right? And you, at and at first you shiver and your teeth chatter and you stamp your feet and dream of mold wine and a nice hot fire or nice hot fires. So I just found that line specifically interesting because the theoretical last book that's supposed to come out is mm-hmm. a wish for or a dream for spring. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of like this dream of. Yeah. Thing. So right from the prologue, we get it now. Yeah. When w- you said that earlier, I was like, oh, yeah. now I don't think Ger had actually had that yeah, written. Because sure. as we know. Originally, I think his plan was to write three books rather than seven. But it, the last book still may have been called that. And at this point, we don't know if that book is actually going to come out. Mm-hmm. It, uh, Winds of Winter could be the final book if it even ever comes out. Right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we'll but we'll see. But it's still, I think, that idea. Some other ones here later uh, on that same page. Uh, Garret glanced at the Lordling, the scars around his ear holes flushed red with anger where Maester Eamon had cut the ears away. Um, we'll see how warm you can dress when the winter comes. So they're talking about, again, the cold and just the cold is going to get to you regardless of what kind of clothing you're wearing. and right. Things like that. But I just think there we go. There's that first line warning you winter is coming. Right. And they're, they're kind of.
1: um it's it's personification. So like they're they're personifying this this idea of cold being the enemy and cold uh, being able to do things. Uh, a cold wind whispering through the trees. Yeah. You know uh, things like that that are that are really interesting. And they also take, they make mention of like um, oh e- even like the the sky is turning. So anytime that the weather starts to kind of change, they mention the color like the purple bruise color of the twilight. You mm-hmm. know, and then it turned to you know uh, uh, black, and so things are getting worse. You know. <laughs> right. Um, so I think it's just always kind of neat um, how they're they're like listening to the darkness, you know what I mean? Like dark like darkness is something that could be heard, right? Right. And so I think that's just kind of cool. It it just brings it it's the best. Well, I don't know. It's, uh, to to not use personification in this prologue when talking about what we know. Uh, they're talking about wouldn't make sense. I mean, it they, they are the they're the the enemy. They're cold. They're, they're the others. You know. And so for them to kind of talk about it, um, in this sort of Oh, uh, uh, guys, I guess right. makes a lot of sense, so um, yeah, and let's uh real quick too before we get any further, let's set up and tell folks where we are. We actually right. are um, we are in the haunted forest, so it's a vast forest beyond the wall. Um, it's located uh, beyond the seven kingdoms, and basically it's inhabited by free folk mm-hmm. which are which they refer to um, in the south refer to them as wildlings, right so that's important to know. Um, let's see. Uh, it's over near, uh, Frostfangs, um, east by the sea, the shivering sea there, uh, a Bay of Seals. So I kind of wondered where exactly they were beyond the wall.
0: Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, this is, uh, this is, I believe, Sir, uh, Royce's first yeah. range, right? Uh, he's, he's, he's a ranger and he's, mm-hmm. cause he, is it he who mentions, where he doesn't want to go back empty-handed, right? Like yeah. a failure, right? Yes, right. And so I, I imagine that I can't imagine that they're super far north of the wall, yeah, well, but what, they're de- they're definitely far enough that they they couldn't just run back.
1: Yeah, it says they're eight to nine days ride north right. of the wall. So that was right. like okay, but and they're but, tracking these wildlings, yeah. right?
0: But they also mentioned that. At certain points in this forest, it's so thick that you pretty much have to get off and walk. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. not like they're just riding on flat, right? Exactly. Ground. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, so, anyways, yeah. So, so, that's where we're at. We're in the haunted forest, and and Matt's made some references to you know ice and fire. Um, yeah. There's you know, some other ones, but I'll wait until we get uh, a little bit further. Okay. Gotcha. That I yeah. think are interesting. Uh, one thing that I noticed, and, and we'll get into it here in just a little bit, is like the singing of songs, and old Nance tales and stuff like that and I just kind of thought you know the singing of songs and the weeping of the wall and stuff and how um, you know it's a song of ice and fire and the fact that that word was in there uh, was kind of cool too to make all this kind of fit together Um, so we're in the haunted forest types of trees that are in the haunted forest included
0: ironwoods which yeah. is very interesting to Matt and I. It is very interesting. Yeah. Um, a game, if you haven't played it, I think you can play it on PlayStation 4. I I'm imagine Xbox One. And I know PC is the Game of Thrones made by the company Telltale. Mm-hmm. They make kind of these choose-your-own-adventure video games. They do have a lot of them. There's like Guardians of the Galaxy one, a Batman one. Just a bunch of them, but they have right. a Game of Thrones one. They're most known for their Walking Dead series, mm-hmm. um, and I believe like all three chapters of it are out. And I believe the second Game of Thrones chapter is supposed to come out this year. Really? Yeah, I believe. Um, it's we'll find out later this year if it is or not. But um, it's really good, and it 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 takes place during the second book, A Clash of Kings. And uh, you follow this house called House Forester, and they kind their arc kind of is similar to the Starks, Mm -hmm. I'd say. Yeah, yeah. I'd say, but um, no, actually, it takes place during a Storm of Swords. Does it? Okay. Yeah, it takes place after the Red Wedding. The Red Wedding. That's where it starts. Yeah. Yeah. And so, any anyway. It's just a cool, interesting game, and, it, and but their whole thing is ironwood. These like super old, huge trees. Like right. think like redwoods. I would say like that's you know kind of these big old trees, and they craft shields out of them, and, th- and that's kind of their thing. Is they they're, they're the only ones who can work the ironwood. Right. Yeah. They're from the, their seat is
1: known as Iron Wrath. Right. Uh, located at the edge of a large ironwood forest in Westeros, um, and what's interesting is that these Ironwoods. there's a place called the uh, North Grove. Yeah. And so in the game, you're trying to figure out like, you know, you've got this dying, um, you know, wish from Lord Forrester and you've got to, you know, keep it secret. You've got to find the North Grove. It's real, uh, all these different things, or is it real? I don't know. I haven't finished the game yet. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, but you know, I, I, I just was wondering when I was reading this, are they near the North Grove? Yeah. It's somewhere beyond the wall. Right, and so I since I haven't finished the game, those of you who have, Matt is not going to tell me, he's not going to spoil it, uh, might know. But the you know who's in there, like who who operates it, is is it just a stash of ironwood? Like what's going on? So the fact that there was ironwood there, there there's also sentinel and oak trees and weirwood trees in the haunted forest. But I just kind of thought, how close are they? You know exactly. You know, but um, the the direction. But when you get beyond the wall, there's really. The directions get kind of like all over the place yeah and it's it's kind of hard to map out and follow really there's not a lot of reference points i guess right so um alrighty. but yeah uh, yeah so basically there's our our first sort of uh, um segment we'll keep talking about the song of ice and fire connections right as as we go through um a point that i wanted to make moving into the second um section here uh royce makes a good point he's intelligent and brave uh sir so, Actually, I'll let you read that, Matt. That first part. Yeah, Sir
0: Waymer Royce notes that the wall was weeping just days ago. These wildling, wildlings could not have died from the cold. There was something more to it. Uh, he felt they needed to inquire. And he's right, isn't he? I mean, like, so
1: so they kept making the argument, and he, being I guess new and wanting to prove himself, you know, is he's a little bit of a he's a little bit of a, a dick. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he kind of is. It. So, yeah. but like you know uh it's just i think because he's trying to prove himself and he knows he's got to he's got to keep up this facade because he's you know Garrett's been there for a while Will is you know uh, an experienced ra- uh, ranger as well and um so you know he asks Will Will's trying to convince him that hey these we are tracking these wildlings and they are dead i am sure he goes they laid stiller than you know Any like he, they didn't move at all. He crept up on the one girl that was up in the tree. She's not moving. Everyone is just still. Looked like there had been a fire, which was interesting, another connection to fire, but that it had been put out and extinguished. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, it makes a lot of sense to go inquire. He says the the wall was weeping. Will was talking about how many, how many, um, watches he had had on the wall and that, yeah, you're right. Okay. You're right. It can't be that cold because, right you know the walls weeping as in you know uh, glistening and stuff from uh, this the the temperature so it's not that cold right so i guess i hadn't really th- just something that kind of stood out to me because before i'm just like what an idiot right i used to say what an idiot why would you want you, you know why are you going obviously these guys are afraid and stuff and, and things but they don't know what it is you know that exactly. there's it needs to be investigated
0: so right um, well, I mean, and Waymer, uh, Waymer Royce also says some smart things because, uh, is it Will who says, or Garrett who says, we'll all make a fire. Right. Yeah. And he's like, what are you thinking? Like, right, yeah. yeah, just let the wildlings know where we're at. Like, that's a terrible idea. So it's not like he's an idiot or anything.
1: Right. And he's not thinking of what, you know, Garrett is thinking of is like, cause he says, you know, well, fire could keep off of, uh, and dire wolves and dire bears. wolves and bears and and things like that well, and maybe you know maybe yeah
0: some other things but yeah. uh but a lot of but a lot of people as as even you find out even people even people who are in the night's watch haven't seen others or white walkers
1: no I mean I think I was reading somewhere in the wiki that it's been like over eight thousand years since right. anyone's really you know yeah a lot made of mention of them or things. Mr. Amen uh, made mention of like the children, um, you know, kind of uh, this was in A Song of Ice and Fire, uh, working with members of the Night's Watch. So when he got there, he um, was sending back, he was looking through the records and he was like, he believed them to be legitimate.
0: Right. Um, and that there was actual dealings with children of the forest, which then is. Right. You know, well, but, and keep in mind, as we saw. So this hasn't been in the books, but we saw it last season mm-hmm. in the show when Sam is at Old Town mm-hmm. and he is talking to the maesters about, right. hey, guys, I think, you know, White Walkers are coming and they're like, what are you talking about? Right. Yeah. And they're just like <laughs> brushing it off as if it's like like that. Like, yeah, I'm sure. And we see that a lot throughout the series and the chapters. Like people being like, what are you scared, afraid of ghouls and ghosts and things like that. So,
1: well, and it's almost like the others are the thing. So it's like you could believe in giants. You could believe in children, even though they still call those old nan's tales and fairy tales and things like that. But those are more believable than the others. Right. And making references to the long night and stuff, which is crazy to me because the children and the giants,
0: you know, are rumored to be in the dawn age well before. Maybe right. The, uh, I don't know. Right. We'll think about it. and <clears throat> guys. By the way, uh, this is somewhat of a full spoiler uh, podcast. I guess we probably should. Have. Oh yeah. Well, well that's that's what we've been saying. Yeah, right. well, probably should have mentioned that. So anyway, so again, last season in Game of Thrones, the show, that was the big deal was when they had the I don't know, whatever you want to call it the council, right? When everyone, uh-huh. everyone's yeah. Cersei and Daenerys and everybody gets yeah. together and they show here. Okay, here's here's a white right. There you go. Like, right. now, you, now you have proof. Yeah. Because no one would believe them. Yeah,
1: you have to almost show people. Right. And that's what convinces Daenerys. But right. yeah. yeah, we won't. Yep. Yeah, we'll get into more of that later. And, and Cersei, yeah. Um, okay, so another thing that I thought was really neat, actually, right here with this part, this part with uh, Sir Waymar Royce. Um, Will is looking at him. So, they do eventually now. We're creeping up towards um, they decide, yes, we need to go check this out. And as they get closer, um, I think he tells Will to take up yeah, like to go up a tree and to sort of keep a lookout or, or what have you to see what he can see. And they're getting closer and the cold starts to get very, very cold. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and actually uh, let's see if I can figure out where he said that at, because it was almost like he's asking, Oh, um, he says, Will, where are you? Sir Waymore called up. Can you see anything? He was turning in a slow circle, suddenly wary his sword in hand, Uh, He must have felt them, them. He must have felt them as Will felt them. There was nothing to see. Answer me. Why is it so cold? Mm -hmm. You know, it was cold. And so that's sort of, uh, you know, so now he's starting to realize, okay, there is something to this. All of a sudden, there's a cold like they haven't felt before. You know, it's something different. You know, maybe not even physically cold, but there's just something um, amiss, right? Something's wrong. And but I thought it was interesting. So right after that, he is facing
0: down right. these these others. Yeah, uh, right here a shadow a shadow emerged from the dark of the wood. It stood in front of Royce. Tall it was, and gaunt, and hard as old bones, with f- uh, flesh pale as milk. Its armor seemed to change color as it moved. Here it was white as new fallen snow. They're black as a shadow everywhere dappled with the deep gray green of the trees. The patterns ran like moonlight on water with every step it took. Gee, many. So it is. So it's so that I is not certainly a white. That is right. Uh, no, certainly a other An or other. a white Walker. Right. And, 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 it, and it's that
1: they blend in. It's almost like they're 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 camouflaged or whatever. And actually right before what I was reading, it said, in capital letter it actually says the others made no sound. And yeah. so I mean, it was really interesting that it capitalizes, you know, others. And I'm like, whoa. Like exactly. So right there he, he that's that's your indicator that we're talking about um, others and things. So um but something, you know, Will's up in this tree and he, he doesn't he's frozen. I mean he does not know what he's not moving, he's not gonna do anything here. And you've got Royce down there with his sword out facing these these others. Mm -hmm. And they've they've encircled him, but um, you know he's like he's like come no further, and um, like he 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 has his sword out, and they don't answer him. They're kind of laughing, I think, a little bit, and and um, you know, Will is almost admiring, you know, um, Royce here. He says that um, Sir Waymore uh, met him bravely. Dance with me, then. He lifted his sword high over his head, defiant. His hands trembled from the weight of it, or perhaps the cold. Yet in that moment, Will thought he was a boy no longer, but a man of the Night's Watch. And, I mean, you know, it's like, for whatever his end may be here, right, it's just, that was kind of like, for, for them each to, so you have a lowborn Will, and you've got a highborn, you know, Royce, for them to be almost on the same, they're brothers of the Night's Watch. Right. And it goes back, it harkens back to, and again, full spoiler, but, you know, what Jon Snow is trying to convince everyone of later on is that um, we are all, we are the living. Exactly. Right. And they are the dead. Yeah. And so it's the living versus the dead. It's not, it's not, you know, the Lannisters and the, this is a song of ice and fire. Right. And so that's, that's why you have to keep kind of harkening back to that or whatever. It's, it's a fight for survival uh, for all of, you know, Westeros and the seven kingdoms and beyond that, you know, exactly with the wildlings. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's, you know, ultimately guys, um, you know, the, the, um, um, way is killed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he is killed, but look how quickly though, um, things kind of, uh, you know, like how quickly he's turned into a white. Cause he is, is he not? I mean, like mm-hmm. at the end we, we, right. we noticed that he yep. is, it's, it's his, they describe in detail his garment, his gloves, his cloak and and those different things and it was i believe his um it was just the black gloves or whatever that grab will here at the end right right so will scared to death but um so he quickly turns him into a a white or whatever but exactly. uh, also how also i love that sir Waymar royce you know um cries out for robert exactly yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> so that was really cool um but uh, yeah, when the blades
0: are touching, this the um this, his this. it talks about it talks about the sound that they make. Yeah, and it's not like it's not the typical sound of metal hitting metal or even a sword hitting a sword. They said it was like a very high pitched sound. So it was almost this unique, different sound. Yeah, right.
1: Yep, exactly. Um, and eventually, um, they shatter his sword. sword yeah, right. You know, I, I think what is, what's cool about the book is that he actually has his sword out and he's fighting. Exactly. You know what I mean. And he's actually going sort of
0: blow. Do you think that was a type of sword? Do you think he had? Uh, Well, they 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 talk about it. They they? talk about the sword. Uh, They they mentioned that it was uh, castle forged steel. Okay. 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 So I mean, and I believe they said it had jewels on it. You're right. They did. Um, Because when they talked about he, because somebody said, well, you should take your sword off, and he's like, yeah, and he's like, "Ah, I'm not dropping. Not doing that. Yeah, because my sword doesn't hit against like the trees and stuff like that. And he's like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Right.
1: Yeah, that was his, i just wondered because he he swings it a few times against them and is actually able to it he actually connects a, a couple of times and then it shatters right you know what I mean so
0: um well I mean we see we see when people uh fight them other other times maybe not white walkers but at least uh whites and stuff like that 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 regular swords may not be able to kill them but i believe certainly well they're certainly good enough to kill whites regular swords you right. have to you obviously then have to like destroy them with fire and things like that but Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, after after
1: they uh, shattered his sword, the watchers move forward as if some um, signal had been given. Uh, swords rose and fell all in a deathly silence. It was cold butchery. Uh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, here we go. So this is the part that I missed. I actually read it in the wiki and I, I totally missed it far beneath him. He heard their voices and laughter
0: sharp as icicles. Mm-hmm. they were laughing. Yeah. I mean, man, these guys. Yeah, well, they well they talk they talk about they in this certainly in this in this prologue here they try to again. This is uh, I'll, I'll touch back a little bit about some of the stuff about ice and fire where they talk about just kind of how powerful these things were and how different they were. Mm-hmm. Um, and they and again they talk about just the idea of like ice and fire here. The other halter, Will saw it with his eyes. Blue's blue deeper than any blue and bluer than any human eyes a blue that burned like ice right like there we go again with that idea of burning and ice and ice being i think that's something we see in this it's the idea of ice and fire as if ice and fire are equals right yeah um and then another thing it talks about uh then royce uh perry came a beat too late the pale sword bit through the ringmail beneath his arm. The young lord cried out in pain, blood welled between the rings. It steamed in the cold, and the droplets seemed red as fire where they touched the snow. Jamie Christmas. So yeah, just another just another thing there. Uh, and then at the end, when um Royst uh stood over him as now a white, the pupil burned blue. It saw gee many christmas
1: man this is great yeah i mean uh, yeah that that's intense i mean this um where will actually i didn't realize this either he he tries to take the sword the mm-hmm. shattered sword back as proof because he's like no one's gonna believe me yeah um and it, it's when he grabs that you know then then uh he rises and then so does so does way more royce uh who's standing over him and uh I didn't realize too, the, the, the sword had shattered and it was like lodged in his eye and things yeah. too. And so that's an image for you right there, you know, it's just, and actually yeah. that sets up just, this is a violent series. It's a, it's a mature series by the way. So, um, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very mature. You know, Especially this, the first season. Right. So <laughs> if you this is, this watch is an, the show. <laughs> yeah. This is an 18 and over podcast just so you guys know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, um, and that's basically it, you know, he, um, uh, Royce kills Will, and uh, we don't really ever get to hear what uh, Garrett is up to. He's he was staying back with the horses and things. So yeah, well, we find out what happens to Garrett, and right, we do in chapter one, I believe. We do, yeah. But for right now, he's he's hanging back. So. Wow. All right. Um, you got some
0: cool connections for this? Uh, yeah. So I thought I'd, I thought I'd uh, as, as we begin here, um, maybe you're just listening to us for the first time. Maybe you're, you're just going to start reading the thing. So I thought I would actually introduce some, I guess, vocab. And I'm going to pull it straight from the wiki here because I think that that's kind of a cool way to do it. The Knight's Watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Night's Watch is a military order dedicated to holding the wall the immense fortification on the northern border of the Seven Kingdoms, defending the realms of men from what lies beyond the wall. The Order's Foundation dates back to the Age of Heroes, a time when the Others, or White Walkers, were pushed back. The men of the Night's Watch wear only black, as they are known as the Black Brothers. Recruits who join the Watch are said to take the Black. Mm -hmm. Um, And taking the Black is just simply their vows, and it is... um, they have to, the, the commitment they make, and they reference it quite often. And the vows of the men who enter the night's mm, watch. They say, great. you have to say either in a sept or before a heart tree. Uh huh. Should we, should we say it? Should we say it together? I think we should say, say it together. together. Here we go. Night, Night gathers, gathers and, and now my watch begins. It shall not, not end until my, until my death. death. I, I shall, shall take, take no wife, wife hold, hold no lands, lands father no, no children. children. I shall shall wear wear no crowns and win no no glory. I shall shall live live and and die die at my post. post. I am am the the sword in the
1: darkness. I am am the watcher on the the walls. walls. I am am the the fire fire that burns against the cold, the The light light that brings the dawn, the horn that wakes the sleepers, the shield that guards the realms of men. men. I pledge my life and and honor honor to the the night's night's watch
0: for this night and all the nights to come. Yeah, interesting there I am the fire that burns against the cold Right,
1: yeah I love the one, you know, I am I am the sword in the darkness Because you got the, the mention of like
0: the sword of mourning and Right Different, you know, I just Different swords, we'll definitely right. be covering the swords Right Yeah, and uh, Brothers of the Night's Watch serve for life mm-hmm. Very important Yeah, uh, to come later Yeah, <laughs> yeah for life Whatever that may be, it is customary to finish a Black Brother's eulogy with these words. And now his watch has ended. Uh, Castle Black contains a lynchyard, and knights can be laid to rest in the ancient tombs near the lynchyard or burned on a pyre.
1: Yeah, that's epic. I, I actually really, I don't know, like like on my on my Facebook and all my different things. Um, you know, I I always say Night gathers. And now my watch begins. Like it's just yeah. my thing. I've always set it on. It's just so cool to me, um, because it, it's it was this ancient order that I think was back in the day revered and, right. and much more. Um, like, like like it's turned into a place where you just send
0: the thieves and you send different people as yeah. punishment. But it used to probably be held in high esteem. Right. Well, and there have been lots of highborn people to go. And really, it seems like the only highborns who go now are if you have, like, six or seven sons. And you're like, well, okay, I I should do my duty and send one of my sons Mm -hmm. to the Night's Watch. Right, yeah. Um, And typically, they usually end up becoming rangers or things like that.
1: And it's also someone who you don't think would ever be uh, in line to, you know, like, um, if, if you're the sixth or
0: seventh or eighth or fifth son you're not likely yeah. to rule that keep so right and a lot of, and it seems like it seems like a lot of northerners will send their send mm-hmm. their um, some of their sons to the wall if right. you're like of higher born but not really a lot of southerners right they're sending you like know, I believe like I believe that's a big reason as to why uh, Benjamin Stark goes yeah he's mm-hmm. like well the Starks have always manned the wall
1: right yeah it's just interesting and I, I love to and we get into the next chapter but just his conversation with John you know about the wall and stuff so so that's kind of a a good bridge and parallel into the um into the next
0: chapter so um all right any other cool connections um i think uh, that's kind of just it for this this is this, a uh, the prologue it's it's kind of short it's not it's not nearly we'll be much more in depth after chapter one mm-hmm. yeah. uh, there'll be a lot of connections and things like that but we don't necessarily want to jump super far ahead Try to keep it within
1: yeah exactly we yeah there's 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 going to be so many more characters to come that it's just sort of uh going to be a lot to keep track of another interesting thing that I'll point out to you guys is on our patreon we actually are going to have our notes posted so if you want to look back over them um you know the wiki can be intense for some people so what we what we try to do we actually normally we will summarize a lot of this ourselves like it'll be in our own words but for example this last piece here it's just so well done by right. the wiki that we put this in here um and to kind of pull those different things at, at the appropriate time is is i think uh you know that's yeah. going to be a task in itself so so we'll do that for you guys. You can check these out and leave comments too. If there's th- uh, things that we missed or that you'd like us to, to add, there's a comment button on the Google doc and you guys can add some comments in there and let us know if there's things that we missed in the prologue that we should go back to, because during our recap, we'd really like to go back and sort of fill in with what, you know, your comments and stuff. So you'll have a good week uh, to kind of do that or give us your thoughts on the chapter coming up, you know, exactly. which is chapter one. So either
0: one, whether it's past or uh, future chapter, Yeah. And whether it's and whether it's uh, potential theories or, uh, you know, things that could lead uh, characters like, hey, could you guys touch more on this guy next week and things like that. So, right. Yeah. Because sometimes there'll be a mention of a character in a chapter and it's like if we
1: just breeze over it, but they're huge later on, you know, yeah, maybe we should touch on it more. We should talk about how they're connected and things. So like we didn't talk much about the Royce family. Right. here, but we could have like we could have talked about where they're from. And yeah, and,
0: uh, well, they become uh, a much
1: bigger they deal. Like, they do much bigger deal. Later right. It's, on and now. so someone might mention like, hey, would have been nice to know more about
0: that um, that family name. And, and we can definitely do that. So maybe we'll. Yeah, because we'll there is in. there is uh, say, a, hey, a, there's a mention here. Um, I just have it highlighted, but didn't really uh, the they're talking about um, going back to Castle Black. And he says, mm-hmm. uh, surely that old, uh, bear Mormont or Maester Aemon. Yeah. yeah. So the, the, the right. bear Mormont. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, I, and I'll say this, um, cause I, when I started, I just started watching the show. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't put it together for like, Oh, I know for the first like two seasons that Jorah Mormont and, right. uh, and the, oh, I can't even think of his, uh, what's his dad's name? Uh, I just know it was Mormont. Yeah, Mormon. yeah, the the commander of the Night's yeah. Watch. Mormont, or the or the like, father and son. Yeah, I was like, oh wait, is their name the same? Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> because there is just so many characters.
1: Oh yeah, exactly, and that you're. I actually kind of did the same thing too, even even in reading. Like I was like, uh,
0: what? Uh, uh, it's uh, Jora Mormont.
1: Jora, Jora,
0: Jora is the and then the other, and the, what's his dad's name? Um. So it's it's J E. O-R versus
1: J-O-R-A-H. Oh, they're both Jor. Okay. Yeah. So it's just, it's just, it's a difference in sort of, I'm probably not pronouncing it exactly in how correct, it's pronounced. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jor, Mo- Jor Mormont and Jorah, Mormont. Gotcha. Gotcha. The, okay. There you go. So, but yeah, I didn't either. I did not make that connection actually when I first started because they're just in two different places and one is with you know, like you almost have two different sizes. You've got like the Targaryen Daenerys side, and then you've got the Stark side of things. So yeah. Yeah. They just call it yeah, commander Mormont is pretty yeah. much what they call him. Yeah. Yep. So, but yeah, things like that in Aemon, I mean, big deal, like talking about where, you know, his heritage and stuff, which we will not do right now, no, but, <laughs> but it's, it's a huge deal and it will get it. We'll get into it. And uh, it will actually be, there's no way to really avoid it guys, because as we go through um, a, um, a world of ice and fire, the history lessons, those things will come up. A history lesson with Eamon will come up. Actually, he's mentioned in, in the Dawn Age right away as being the one who sort of figures out that the children are bartering with, um mm-hmm. you know, the men of the night's watch. Yeah. And, and
0: um stuff. we had already covered the Duncan Egg series. True. Um, yes. Um It's still going, but uh there's three books out of that and that he's mentioned in that quite a bit. So we've m- talked about him a little bit. You can find those on our podcast yeah. as well. Yep, absolutely. So those are
1: good episodes. Um, all right, guys, that's it. We're gonna keep it kind of short today. Um, we will be back next week um, with an episode. Uh, please send us a Raven. You can you can uh, we like to share um, your thoughts and stuff. You can send that to uh, BTK cast at gmail.com. dot uh, We like to share, you know, iTunes reviews, uh, Facebook um, comments, just personal reviews, messages, anything. It could be just, you know, you sharing your story about, um, you know, when you first started reading Game of Thrones or your first experience with the TV
0: show uh, it could be anything like that yeah. Like we just We kind of want to share Yeah and, um, and uh, Like if you do fan art Send us your fan art And we'll oh post gosh, it on our yeah. Facebook page Possibly even as the episode uh, I, Icon I love fan art It's a, it's It's actually I was so shocked
1: Um Fire and Blood, the, the new book that's going to be coming out, is going to have some more of the artwork similar to what A World of Ice and Fire has in it. Which is mostly and, fan art. Yes. And it's it's so, so sick. So um, if you guys have any of that, let us know. We'll highlight it and kind of push it out there for you guys. But, um, but yeah. So send us a raven, you know? All right. Uh, it's time to Man the Wall. Let's just talk about this just briefly.
0: Yeah. Uh, just join us over at facebook.com backslash bend the knee podcast. That's basically probably the easiest way to hit us up. Um, Ezra and I will continue. We're going to continue to do for those of you who had followed us on Second Breakfast. Uh, we're going to continue to do food reviews. Um, we're going to do those will be available on our Patreon. It's kind of just like a free flowing conversation, kind of just like a behind the scenes episode. We still talk a lot of Game of Thrones and other things. We'll also be doing things like our uh, HBO show to book comparison. We'll be doing character studies, things like that on. The, our Patreon mm-hmm. as well, like for example, um, and uh, Jared is old mm-hmm. Jared, and yeah. the, and the book is the one who is actually beheaded by Lord Stark.
1: Yeah, just those comparisons and things. It's just extra kind of stuff that doesn't really fit into the format of a reread, but it's like you know, we're always sitting down with our buddy uh, Tom, and and either we're eating some food, you know, yep. we guess we might have some mead and some bread and some cheese, all right, uh, whatever meat we can we can conjure up. And we talk about Game of Thrones, and so um, we'll just kind of record those and throw them up for some extra content. If there's something specific you want, though, uh, let us know. We can throw it up on Patreon for for sure. So, yeah. all right, that's called Man the Wall. Uh, we'll get our Patreon page up probably after this first month. You know, yeah. we we'll get get a first month of reread in, and then we'll th- we'll start throwing things up there. And again, that's just all all extra stuff. So, it's time to say farewell. Uh, we want to thank you for playing the Game of Thrones. In our next episode, we'll be discussing Chapter One Bran. Um, special note here, kind of a big deal, if, I don't, uh, if you don't mind me saying, Maluka has provided us with our beautiful outro. We're actually going to play the whole dang thing this time. Yeah. So, I mean, it's worth it. You guys need to listen to it. Uh, she does such a great job. Um, huge thank you to Malu. Uh, check out her YouTube channel and her Patreon page. Her website is uh, maluka.com m a l u k a h dot com, uh, wonderful person. So, and hopefully we'll have some more interesting news coming your way about our, um, you know, dealings with her. I hope we'll see. Yeah. So, all right. If you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, or leave a comment, or send us a raven at btkcast at gmail
0: dot com. We'll see you in a week, and remember, winter is coming.